Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Devoted Life Podcast. We're your hosts, Stephen and Tracy, and we're so happy that you guys are joining us again. Um, this podcast, we're actually going to be um, discussing um, and telling our testimony story. Uh, we're going to do. I'm going to do mine first, and then, and then um, Stephen will do his next week. So we hope you guys will enjoy that. As always, you can follow us on social media, on the Devoted Life podcast, on Instagram, and the Devoted Life on Facebook. And if you want to support this podcast, you can do so via PayPal, our merch store, or Patreon. And we appreciate the support you guys are giving us thus far. Um, and, um, so like I said, it's testimony time and the word tells us, um, you know, that our testimonies are powerful. Um, it says you, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the power of our testimony. And, uh, that's so true, uh, because everyone's story is different and it can, you know, resonate with a lot of different people and connect with a lot of different people. So that's why, you know, we are so grateful that we have a testimony to share. Um, but before we actually get into it, um, there's a really interesting um, statement that we actually have heard since being saved. And it's something that I, I really was thinking about the other day. Um, in my time with the Lord, I was really thinking about when people have have said this to me and I guess that ties into the testimony to the, as to the why, um, yeah, what I, what I hear, what I, well, what I've heard is I've had people actually ask me, is all you talk about is God? And obviously there's are unsaved people that are saying this to me, even if they, you know, say they believe in God, they, I don't know, maybe are walking differently than me. Um, and I'm not giving shame or condemnation or anything like that. I'm just saying it's obviously a little different for people. Um, and I think the biggest difference though, is those people know of God, they don't know him, even if they say they believe in him, because once you actually start walking with him and actually building a relationship with him, it, things change. Um, and I don't think if you actually built a relationship with God, you could actually say you talk about him too much. I just don't think that that's possible. Right. Well, you know, I think, I think those types of statements and similar, similar ones like it come from, I guess what we would call a lukewarm Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the, I mean, they may go to church, they may know God, but or know of God, but they don't know, him. know God, you know, right. they don't know him you know, intimately. They don't have a relationship with him. Yep. Um, and their spiritual life consists of basically warming the same sea every Sunday. And then the other six days of the week, it's their spiritual life is non-existent. Right. So it's easy for them to say that because they don't talk about him. Yeah. So it, yeah. maybe it, maybe it bothers them that you do because they yeah. don't. Well, know. and the interesting parallel I, I made was 
can you imagine saying that to someone about their earthly father? Can like, you imagine going up to someone and say, weird, yeah. do you, is all you talk about is your dad? Yeah. A person would like be offended if you said that. Right. But we have, we as Christians, you know, aren't supposed to take offense to that. Well, no. Which I, we don't hold on to offenses and you know, we don't walk in offense, but it's, it, ta- it ta- it's, you, you get taken aback by it because you're like, if someone actually said that to you about your earthly parent. Well, the weird, the weird thing about that, be, though, if yeah. somebody, like you said, if somebody asks you about your earthly father, if you're, if you had a, a, a good parent, you know, yeah. good parents and, and your response to your thing is like, of all things my dad did for me, of course I'm going to talk about it. Right. It's the same way with God. If, if people knew what you came out of yeah. and what God did for you, what he freed you from, you're darn right. We're going to talk about him. And it's going to be the center. Of, it's probably going to be the center of most conversations yeah. because we're thankful and yeah. we're grateful. We yeah. live in an ungrateful society even now. And you know, that yeah. was brought up at church today, but um, yeah. we're extremely grateful for what God did for us. And that's why, that's why testimonies are so powerful because it shows the greatness of God. Well, you know, and, and over and over and over in scripture, it, it, it tells us that, you know, in the people that were, were walking in that gratitude and, and knew the God they served and what he did for them, they just said, basically all the days of my life, I'm going to speak of the goodness of God. Like they, they were, they could not, not talk about him. You know what I mean? And the thing is, that's our example to have that same passion that they had in scripture. Right. But I think in general, the the you know Christianity on a whole is is so far away from that right. is so far away from the passion that they had for Christ in the Scripture. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah, definitely. It's it's like you're weird if you preach the the gospel of Jesus and the Bible. They think like you're in a cult or something, and we've we've talked about that before too. Yeah, I've had people actually, we've had people actually say that we're in a cult because of that. Yeah. It's kind of weird. You're like, it kind of, I don't know if I, if, if it's a struggle between whether I should laugh or be offended. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know. Well, it's shocking. You're like, what? Like, what? Cold. Yeah. Um, and you know, what was really interesting is when that question was posed to me, I actually, I actually had to pause and, and, and like, and like think about like, the answer because my immediate answer was like, yeah, well, yeah, of course, yeah, of course I, I can. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't. Do, is all you talk? No, I was. I was going to oh. say yes. Yes, it is. Right, right. Because, okay. and I actually had to stop, and I, I kind of changed how I answered it. Not like I was being untruthful, but I said I can. But I was so res- like, just like right. he- almost. I, I think said, it was because you're you're kind of you know, like you're almost like shocked that someone would. Say and it. I said, uh, "Yeah, of course I can." And but then, uh, in in my in my head, I'm thinking, "But why would I want to? Why would I?" I and and I, I'm telling you right now, again, once you walk with God, you start having a relationship with Him. He starts speaking to you and showing you things, and you build a trust with him and and it's just it's it's such a beautiful thing and it's it's really hard to articulate if you haven't experienced it so that's one of my prayers i pray for my friends and family that haven't experienced that yet i pray that they experience his presence and 
that they would encounter him and, and become, you know, and, and be able to forge a relationship and, and, and build a relationship with him. Um, because you, you really can't explain it to people. Right. Well, you know, I think, I think sometimes when people say stuff like that, you know, is all you talk about is God. Yeah. I think it's because they haven't had the experience no. you have. Mm-mm. So they don't understand what that's like yeah. to God to be the centerpiece of your life because they haven't experienced that. So they can't wrap their mind around yeah. what that's like. So they don't, they just don't understand. Right. And you know, you have, we have grace with people and we love them and we do. And like you said, we pray for them that they yes. would have that experience as well. So they, mm-hmm. so at least they can understand what that's like. Yeah. Cause we want that for everybody. Because, you know, and it, and it's, and it is like, I, you know, I say, I say it all the time as like, I could talk about Jesus all day, every day. And, and I would never get tired of it because of his goodness, his goodness never runs out like the things he's constantly doing in your life he he's so faithful and and he's so good um is just you'd never run out of things to say right about him ever and the thing is i think people have this perception like once you're saved that that goodness stops right it doesn't though Mm -mm. god's always doing things and and i just sometimes think i'm amazed at some of the things you know even even two three months ago where we were at yeah. And what he's done, even in the those last two, three months, last month, yeah, just things that he's done for us and moved in our life, and yeah, you know. I mean, he's constantly working. He's constantly right. showing you things and teaching you things right. and revealing things to you. And it's we say, and we we always say this: like if you're bored being a Christian, you're doing it wrong. You're, yeah, you're definitely I mean, seriously you're definitely because wrong. it is it is exciting. It, I mean. Just there's just so much. Again, I can't. Like, it's impossible to really articulate it all with without it going over people's heads that really haven't experienced it. Um, if you walk with the Lord and you have a relationship relationship with Him, you get it. Um, it, it's it's too much. You there, you can't really articulate it to people that haven't. And it's, I mean, that's just the way it is. It's just you have to experience it really. Right. Well, I think some of it, you know, even as little as what two years ago. I had never heard that that term relationship. Me either. Like having a person, you no. know, or personal daily. Encounter, I never knew about or having that. a relationship no. with God because I, mm-hmm. I grew up in a, yeah, you know, old school assembly of God. You know, when I was young and and that I never remember hearing that. I remember hearing Holy Ghost and you know praying in tongues and that type mm-hmm. of stuff, but I never never talked about having a relationship with God. I I never heard that terminology no. used. It's a game changer. I mean, if you yep. I think people that haven't experienced that, I mean, I feel, I truly feel sad for them that they have never experienced that. Yep. Well, and it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It just, it, it just literally changes everything. Yes, it no, literally absolutely. changes everything. Like, you know, I, and I guess I'll start segueing into my testimony here, but, um, you know, when I grew up, I wasn't in church. I mean, both of my parents were raised in church, you know, they were baptized and all that, but I think it's the poor examples that they saw in church that they just weren't about that when they were adults, they were like, I'm good. Just again, bad examples, but it was never a God issue because it's not God's fault for what man does because he's not, he doesn't control us. We have free will. So it, it was never like, they never, they believed in God. They believed the Bible, like, you know, but there was never a relationship with Christ ever. Um, my parents were very much in the world, 
but right. would say they believed in God, you know, um, we're very conservative people, you know, old fat, you know, just that old school, yeah, yeah. you know, um, working class people. Um, and I knew a lot of people that went to church, but I don't think I knew one person that actually knew God that actually walked with him and had a relationship with him. I think they knew of him and I think they knew the Bible. That was it. I don't think there was relationship there. Maybe uh, no, I'll give that. I'll, I'll be generous here. Maybe two people max in my life that I could probably say, I thought that that was probably true. And one of them, I couldn't even tell. It was probably some older woman or something that I knew. I can't remember who that would have been. And the other person was your grandma. Like that's it. Yeah. As it literally is. That's all every other person you could just tell, well, cause what do we say? Where's the fruit? Right. Right. Because when you, when, when you have, you receive salvation and you become saved and you actually start walking with the Lord, transformation starts to happen. It's a natural. Right. It's a natural side effect of, of that. Right. So if that's not happening, that's right. a pretty good indicator that you're not in relationship yeah, with him. It should transform who you are, your life, yeah. everything about you. Yeah. Your attitude, your, your, your whole being. Yeah. And also I think a, a lot of it too is, is you got those, you know, man-made denominations that mm -hmm. really don't talk about receiving the Holy spirit. They, you know, once you're baptized and all that, like, and speaking in, you know, in tongues and all, you know, all the biblical, yeah. the, the things that the Bible tells us happens, you know, with that, um, that there was none of that even in, in, in the circles. I, I mean, you did, you kind of saw that, but I wasn't around. I knew it was speaking in tongues. Yeah. I, you know, I was young at the time. And so I saw that as like, and I was just thinking like, what is going on right now? Cause I was, you know, yeah. I was really young, you right. know, I didn't know what that was. You know, it was, I yeah. thought that was just an adult thing that adults yeah. did in church and, yeah. And so I never saw that and I never heard of that. I mean, I heard of the Holy Spirit probably when I was Catholic for a yeah. little bit of my life. Yeah, but they, said, they, they use the term and you hear a few people use the term. So they, I heard it was Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. It was the Holy Ghost. But it was never like you receive him upon salvation and he's, you know, he dwells in you. And right. that's how we're able to walk with the Lord and have a relation with him and, you know, and that fruit comes and the transformation happens because the Holy spirit, it, it starts changing you, you know, it, it's a supernatural thing. It really is. Well, cause he, he's a spirit. He's, you know, Jesus is spirit here on the earth. So, um, I don't know. So yeah, I never, again, I never knew that. So I would say I knew of God. I didn't know God. And I didn't really didn't know people that knew God. So I didn't even have any, reference my whole life to go off of um you know my earliest memory was when i was in young grade school and i remember and i have no idea this is probably god <laughs> encountering me in a, in a in something that i didn't know but i would sit and think about all the denominations and as a little kid i would sit there and go how do they know they're right how do they know they're the right one? I would sit there and like, right, in right. my, in a kid shouldn't be like, that's, that's a pretty deep thing yeah. for a young kid to be thinking about. And I'm like, what? So maybe that was the, maybe that was the Lord. 
like yeah. encountering me and kind of bringing that yeah. revelation. I don't know that to me because I think that it really doesn't make sense that a kid would think those yeah. things. I mean, it, it, it makes sense now that you know what that is, that the nominations are man-made. Mm-hmm. It makes sense why that they would think that they're, yeah. they're the right one because, you know, they think, oh, we made this. So, yeah. Um, and so I was like, I think I'm like, that's pretty crazy that I was even thinking that back then. Like, how do they know they're right? It was just really bizarre. And, um, and like I said, I mean, I would probably say I believed in God. You know, I did believe in the Lord, um, to the best that I understood. Right. Right. Yeah. All my whole life, I would probably say that up until... I don't know, into, I really probably shifted in my young adulthood, um, probably in my early 20s. Um, I would say really the catalyst for that was my mom dying. Is really when I was like, huh, yeah, I don't know about this God thing. Right. Um, because unfortunately I, I didn't understand and I thought, Oh, you know, if there was a God, he wouldn't allow this stuff. And how could he, you know, that thing that we blame, you know, suffering on God and like whatever. And we don't understand that this is a fallen world and like things happen, you know, through free will, we have consequences for our health and things that happen. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so yeah. Uh, and so I think that that really started that opened up something, for the enemy to come in and really start working on that. Um, and then I don't think I went to church ever again after that. Right. I don't, I didn't ever step foot in a church, uh, for until I was saved. Right. Um, in 2020, um, I just literally had no interest. It just died. And I, and then I kind of got more like, I guess you would say like agnostic, Oh, I believe in a higher power. I just don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. And then I got into paganism and yeah, the like earth the and, new age. and new age and all that. So yeah, it's kind of all the same. So, actually. you know, it, it, uh, yeah, it was, it was an interesting time <laughs> in my yeah. life. And, and I, all I can say about that time is it was, I had some, some of the probably lowest times in my life going through that and knowing what I know now, I know a lot of what happened to me was demonic. Um, it it just, again, knowing what I know, it was totally, there was demonic things happening to me, oppression and, um, and all that. And, uh, depression, anxiety, right. OCD. Yeah. I was agoraphobic. I was well, an, I was a functional alcoholic for over a decade. Uh, you know, um, it's really like psychiatric stuff started happening to me that, um, right. Really couldn't be explained. It kind of just like came out of nowhere. Right. And that was probably what I would say a year before I got saved. That was this probably the scariest thing right yeah i do remember that um because it was like and again it's a god (laughs) because you really get that clarity 
and he show you really can see things after you're saved. He just, he shows you where it's like, you see where he was and you also see where the enemy was in your life Absolutely. and you identify that. Yep. And what was crazy is again, knowing what I know now, the enemy, I, it's not like they have foreknowledge in the spirit, but they see activity going on in, you know, in the heavenlies and, you know, on earth, Yeah. you know, they see people praying, they see people interceding, they see activity and they're like, Oh, they're, 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 they're trying to get to her. Like they know that they can see it. Right. Yeah. So that I know for sure was happening. And also because of even the year before that in 2018, what happened where as I met, um, my spiritual sister and her mom who ended up being the person I reached out to, to go to the church that actually where I received my salvation. So that was two years prior. So God was already laying the foreground for that. He was already laying the foundation for that. And, but that year before, yeah, I had some really weird psychiatric things so much so that I, for the first time in my life, and even when I was an alcoholic, I never felt like this. And I had been sober for like, two years or something at that point yeah yeah um i literally i think i had said to you like i feel unwell yeah like i i don't i feel like i'm going crazy i literally felt like i was going insane and i almost wanted to check myself in somewhere because i didn't i didn't feel well like really and this is you know i've never been like that ever no you know um, I mean, I've had, I've had some low times where, you know, I sink down and be depressed and stuff, but this was different. This was a psychiatric thing and I've never had, I thought, oh, it's menopause, which I don't know. That's a whole nother discussion of what I think about that. But, um, I'm not saying that that's some of that's not real, but this was again, knowing what I know and the people I was connected to now, I understand mm-hmm. actually what that was. Well, I think that, you know, that demonic realm or whatever knew where you were going. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about what happened, how different your life was a year later from that. Yeah. They knew where it was going. I think it was like the last ditch effort it was. to derail that. Cause I think they were trying to, well, I think they always, the end goal is to get you to off yourself. Well, yeah. You know, that's yeah. the ultimate goal. Cause they don't, they want to steal as many souls from God as they can and take you out, you know, right. before you can get salvation. Mm-hmm. So I think it was, that was the goal. And then I also think, um, the goal was for us to get divorced because that was, that well, was yeah, like, definitely, definitely put a strain on. Yeah. On and and there, I was, know? I was not in my right mind and the things I would, yeah, I was just, it was straight demonic, um, because of what the Lord was going to do through both of us. Right. You know, and, uh, just a year later was pretty crazy to think about. And, um, so that happened. And then I, you know, I, then I, it was, you know, it was so weird is that happened. And then right after that little stint of whatever, I got into the new age stuff and all the psychic stuff and all that right, right. after that. Yeah. I mean, come on. They're like, okay, we're going to let up and not torment her right now because we're going to lead her over to this stuff. Yeah. That's going to pull her, you know, right. down this path. And like you, cause you thought that was going to be better for you. Yeah. Because, you know, and, and I, you know what, and, and I did, you totally take that bait 
when you're in that, um, is that you feel so happy and yeah, you feel but, such peace mm-hmm. and all this crap. And it's a load of crap. I'm not saying that you like legit don't feel that because I did. You generally did. But yeah. it's, it's, it's a deception. It's false. Yeah. It, they're doing that. It's a lure. You it is. It's yeah. a, it's a lure. And you know, what I also found is it was never enough. I, I wanted this thing. And then I wanted to go to the, I knew, oh, I need to know more of this. And I need to go down this rabbit hole and learn about this. It's like you're, you, it's never enough because you're not whole. Because right. really what everyone is seeking in their life is Christ. Right. Every person that fills that void yeah. inside and you just don't know it. Right. Yeah. And that's why you're empty. It's none of that stuff. Well, right. And like you, you, know. you were in the, the new age stuff. So yeah. Just for the sake of letting people know, like, where did that start out? And then, you know, what was the progression? Well, like I said, it was after I got over that stint of being mental. Yeah, it was like I got into crystals and I really bought into that malarkey of like, oh, my gosh, this crystal gives you positive. Oh, gosh. And cleanse your house and whatever the crap. It's weird. I can't even. even, I'll let you go on here in a minute. but. You look back on the now, and when I give my testimony, I'm going to say the same thing. You yeah. look back, you're, like it's literally cringe. It's cringe. It's it's totally cringe. <laughs> and you laugh about it now. But ooh, it's like good. Um, it's it, you know what is actually funny is you're like, ooh, I'm going to believe in this rock and and the whatever and all this stuff, but I'm not going to believe in God though. Oh, God's not real, but this rock has healing energy. <laughs> And you're like, you're, and I'm, and I'm you not, think about that now serious. and you laugh about it now, but it's like, I'm, people, and I'm not mocking. That. I'm like, I'm not mocking. I'm, I'm legit laughing at myself right. because of what I know that, that my eyes have been opened. I'm not blinded anymore. You've got an even better story about the crystal. You'll have to talk about when you first. Oh my church. gosh. Gosh. You'll it, get to that, all I can say is thank God for my sister in Christ. The, the, the amount of just. Grace. Grace she had. <laughs> and she literally kept the best poker face as to not react to what I was saying. And I'm just that just tells you the work that the 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 mighty one moment of God she is, that she understands how you receive people yeah. that are new and don't understand. Right. But well, anyway, yeah, you'll get that, but like so the progression. Yeah. So yeah, so it started with the crystal thing. And then I was way into watching this psychic. Um, so it got into that. Then I wanted, you know, to get psychic readings. And then I, I got like a chakra thing and like. Did you, did you get tarot cards? I don't remember. Yeah, I got tarot cards. Yeah. And then I got a pendulum and just all this absolutely demonic stuff, man. Um, and what people really need to understand is. Every single one of these things opens a door to the demonic in your life. Every single one of those, because they are um, divination and, um, well, it's Well, people obviously have to believe that they have some sort of power. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. Well, it's idolatry. It's divination. All these things. And those things are an abomination to God. Right. You're, You're not supposed to. Your, there are things we're not idols. supposed to they're know. Idols. Like you're not supposed to be able to tap into. I mean, yeah, the demons will tell you stuff. That, right. You know, you can tap into there's that. There's a price for it, though. But, but there's a price, yeah. And so it, yeah. So I, and then I got into like past life stuff, life maps. I was always way into horoscopes and numerology and all that stuff. 
but that got like I was so into that past life life map thing. I mean, to a I was getting in into that. Like right. I was literally convinced that explained why I was who I was. Right. I literally believed that. I believed it like you couldn't have told me different. Right. Like that was a god to me. That right. was my god in my life. Right. That was my religion. And you really truly at that point thought yeah. it made you you felt better. Yes. Oh my that. gosh, I, I have, and you, and, and you're that, so in tune yes, with everything. And, and I'm so enlightened and the new age just makes you, it's so self, it's a, it's so self, self-centered. And, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's about you Centered in pride and me and, and who I am. And I'm so, I just know all of this stuff and nobody knows I'm so awake and every, you know, you right. just have almost like, a, well, you're prideful. Right. And, um, and then. I, then I also was had, had uh, I was like going to become a Reiki practitioner. Yeah, and you actually completed a course. And I actually, too. you know what's so weird? Again, I don't, I didn't understand it at the time because I was like, oh, I'm a procrastinator, you know, whatever, which I was. Um, but I think that was even a God thing, that delay, delay, delay. Like I, and then I just motored through that. Because I was like, I just want to get this done. I want to learn this stuff. I want to get certified. I I now want to start my business. And like literally, I had just gotten done with that. And I was literally starting to take the steps of like, what am I going to call it? I'm going to start services. And how am I going to do this? And I was looking up like what pricing and what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. I was looking up like I was going to get a foldable like massage table. I mean, I was like in it, in it. I mean, I was going to do this as a business. And, um, this was in, so all that was in like 2019. Um, and really the, the thick of all of that. And then into, uh, gosh, really uh, early, well, spring, early spring of 2020, um, I basically encountered the Lord. I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know that that's what it was, but what happened was, um, I went to the bathroom and I was washing my hands and the best way I can describe it is a thought literally dropped into my head. That wasn't mine. I knew I hadn't just, I knew that I knew that I knew I did not just think that it was like, it came from somewhere else. Right. And, and what it said was, um, it is not what it seems. And I had no idea what it meant at the time. Initially. Well, initially, because this was pre C O V I D I'm not saying the word. Right. It was right about It was that. before it hit, hit, um, it was on the news ticker and I saw you know, nothing was even happening. It just, it not was yet. on the ticker. Not so, yeah. and I was like, huh. And I was just thinking, oh, weird. That's weird. I wonder what that is. And I thought, oh, maybe, and then I'm thinking, oh, maybe, maybe that's like what that's about. <laughs> maybe because, because I was so into the universe, you know, right, right. you know, I thought, Ooh, Maybe the universe is like telling me like, oh, like I'm getting all this insider information about what's really good. I don't even know. It was weird. My thought process. But so, yeah, I just I thought. It was weird. 
And then what happened started happening is this psychic that I watched would actually profess. She said, I believe in God. She would actually say that. Oh, she was a psychic. Yeah. Which was weird. And she said, and I, and I'm thinking, okay, weird. And then she, but she would say things that it was like it now again, knowing what I know, even though that's totally demonic doing that. And those are demons giving you that information. But I believe people can be, have the gift of the prophetic and that Satan just comes and twists it in their life. Maybe they didn't step into it. Yeah. Like they were called to. Right. So, and it was weird. Like some of the things she would reveal, because she actually would would get um, attacked by big name people in Hollywood and stuff. Cause she would expose things. She would find out and know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's this big thing of like her son ended up getting, like an accident it was just crazy and so it was almost like well she's exposing a bunch of stuff so you're like well she must be one of the good guys because she's exposing this ugliness and you know whatever and so i was like huh that's interesting and then so i was thinking about that and and she would talk about like like kind of like a good versus evil thing like people need to wake up and see and then there was another person that that we had watched at the time that was very exposing as well. Like the agendas, evil agendas of elite, whatever. And so you're like, huh, it's a good versus evil. So there was that, like that thought, right. But I mean, it was never central around Christ or, you know, anything, Mm -hmm. but I got to thinking about that. Like, huh, maybe they're really, you know, it makes you think, Mm -hmm. which I think God can use that too. God can, can, um, you know, bring you in, you know, those things across your eye gate, you know, for you to think, you know, and kind of make you see things, you know, even in that he can use that. Um, so I was already kind of thinking like, I don't know, huh? There's maybe there's something to this, you know, good, there's good versus evil thing or whatever. Well, and it's not like you're delusional that there's evil in the world. And we just look around, you know, um, so anyway, so after that happened, this is probably, this probably went on from like, oh, I don't know. This had to have been like March-ish to like May-ish. So I think there's about a two, two month period that these things were happening. So that was the first thing. And then I'm watching all this stuff. And then the next thing that came was probably the pretty the most significant thing. Um, it, I felt this literally this thought just kept coming to me over and over and over. And I equate it to like a flashing neon light, like that won't stop flashing. And it was get a Bible, get a Bible, get a Bible. And it like, I'm not kidding you when I say it was constant. Like it would not leave my brain. It was like every day. And I'm like, what the heck? And the, and the, here's the thing. I absolutely know that was not for me because I was not even thinking about God. My eyes were not on God. I was, I, as a person was not focused on that. I was, even though, I mean, I was thinking about the good versus evil thing and whatever, but I really wasn't thinking about God per se. And I definitely was not thinking about getting a Bible. Like those were not even in my sphere 
right. at, of my life at the time of even interest. If I had to make a list that wouldn't even made the list of things on my mind. Right. Right. So I was sitting there and I remember it took me, I think it took me a week, week and a half or something to finally tell Steven. Cause I was just like, this is nuts. Like this will not leave my brain. Like it was, it was actually driving me crazy. <laughs> not like I was going crazy, but I was like, this is annoying. Like what the heck? And I was like, it's, this is not me. Right. So, you know, something's going on trying to get your attention. And so I finally had to break down and I, I said to Steven, um, I said, well, I think I, I need to go to the bookstore. He said, oh yeah. Okay. You want to get like a book or magazine or something? Yeah. I said, yeah. Um, and I was so hesitant to tell him because of all the stuff I was into, I was like, he's literally going to think I'm going not so he's going to think I'm absolutely going, losing it because right. of all the stuff I'm into, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, he's just going to think I'm cracking up. He just is going to think my wife is off her rock. Like she's, she's done. Mm-hmm. She's just off and whatever yeah. off the deep end anyway. And so I said, well, I said, I just really feel like I have to get a Bible and I'm not kidding. When I tell you, he looked at me so confused. It was like, I had five heads. Yeah. He was like, like, I, I think he could not believe I actually said Bible. Yeah. I think I may. I was like, what'd you say? Did you just say Bible? Like he was so, and I said, ah, cause it was unexpected. I think, and I said, I, and I, you know, I had to, and I said, I, I know, I know. I said, I don't know why, but I just have to get a Bible. So I call my one believing friend that I had in my life at the time to ask her, like, how do I, how do I decide what one to get? Like, there's so many different versions of the Bible and like, I can't read that King James stuff. Like that's too hard to understand. And I was like, how do I know which one to get? Right. I was like, what do I do? Do I just go to go in there? Hey, Barnes and Noble person. Can you just point me to the Bibles? Like, I don't know. I'm so, talk about fish out of water. I mean, I have no clue. How did you determine? I'm I and I saw, I called my friend. I'm like, can you help me? So she literally is getting on Google and she's like looking up best version of the Bible or easiest, whatever. She's like helping me. And she goes, well, this one has this and this one kind of like this. And she's like looking up what it kind of says. And, and, and I'm like, I don't know. And she goes, I don't know. I guess it looks like the NIV looks like a good one. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'll do that. Fine. Um, and so I went in there and I just said, hi, I said, I, and I where the, and they kind of pointed where the Bibles were. And I said, do you guys have them in like a large print? Cause I, and I said, that's another thing. I was like my eyesight now that I'm older, yeah. even with glasses, I was like, I can't read that small print, man. I'm going right. to need like a big, big, large, large print large version. Print. And they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just paperback though, but we have them. Okay. So she's like, oh, we have this one. She's helping me. I'm like, oh, this one looks good. Whatever. Like, I didn't even care. Yeah. I'm like, get it. Get home. Like, okay, cool. Like, I'm literally got a Bible now. Okay. So what do I do? So here's me just not even. And and at this point, I feel like. I feel like between the first encounter of it is not what it seems. And then the get a Bible, get a Bible that I know this is not me. Like these are not my thoughts. Like this is not, I'm not thinking these things. I'm not prompting this. Um, that I know something 
supernatural is happening. And I know it's, I, I kind of figuring it out. Like Mm -hmm. this is God encountering me. And I, am not to say I knew the verbiage or whatever. And I'm like, okay. So, and it was the weirdest thing that, um, once I actually got the Bible and I, I say, this is the craziest thing too, is I never have read the Bible in my life ever. I never had one. Maybe I did have some version of a Bible. Um, but I um, never have read it. And the, and the verses I heard or stories I heard from the Bible were so like John 3.16 and just the very basic, basic, like, like if you were a kid, in, you knew the story of Noah. Yeah. Like if you John, were Jonah like the things the they would tell you as a kid right, in the church, basic stuff that kids would know. I didn't, does it yeah. seriously? That was my knowledge yeah. beginning and end of the Bible. I didn't talk about infant. Right. Right. So, but the craziest thing was after I got it and before I started to read it, I knew that I knew that I knew that that was true. I knew that that was true. And and it was even after all that, the, the, it is not what it seems. And something started happening to me that I knew that the Bible was true. And I knew God was real. Like, I just knew, like, just like, I know the sky's blue. I just knew it was true. Um, and so it was like, um, that was the start of it really, because I was like, this is something else because this is not where I'm at in my life. Something's happening to me. Right. Supernatural. <laughs> God's encountering me. The Holy Spirit. And um, and I didn't know about all that. And I didn't know. So I literally started. It's, <laughs> it's, I actually love this. I love that it was so, I was just fumbling through. Like I had no clue. It's like trying to get around in you know in in the dark like you're you're tripping and you're like you don't know well i think i even even tried to help you because i mean i knew some of the bible just from growing up in church and i think i said i said well you probably start starting you know creation and genesis yeah and i I don't know if you you actually did that or not no i didn't and and so i said i said i mean talk about i didn't even know how to pray other than just like right dear lord or whatever i mean it just i did and it was so just generic and infant. I don't know. And I just said, so I just sit there and go, Lord, I don't know. So like, I don't know how to do this. Do I just read this like a book like from beginning to end? Or can I just ask you something or pray like whatever you want me to know or show me? Um, can you, can you do that? Um, and, and, and then can I just randomly open the Bible and point to something and you'll highlight or whatever. Right. I didn't know. So that's honestly how I started reading the Bible. I would just randomly open, close my eyes and point. And whatever I pointed to, I would read. And then I would say, and I would kind of pray like, Lord, what do you want to show me before, you know? Right. And so I did that. And then I kind of fumbled through a a salvation prayer in the shower. Like, Lord, I I believe in you. I, 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 whatever. I mean, I don't even know. Forgive me for my sins or, Right. You know, and I believe in you and please come fill my heart. I, would have, I mean, it was so infant. It was probably so, it was so not, you know, I don't know, 
doctorally correct or whatever. But again, God judges our heart, right? He knows like, right. Right. Your intentions were pure. Even if the words don't have to be perfect, you know? And I said, I, I believe in you. I surrender my, I give my life to you and all this stuff. And I mean, I laugh because it's, it was so innocent because I literally had no clue. And, and I remember feeling something in that moment. And I, I, I did. Um, and I was like, wow, I, I didn't, didn't know, you know? Right. And then, so again, so this is how all this started. And I'm, like I said, I'm reading the Bible by, hey, Lord, what do you want to show me this or whatever? And then the first thing I've read was the story about the young rich ruler. Oh, yeah. Where he said, Lord, what must I do to receive right. salvation yeah. or eternal life? And and then Jesus tells him all the things he has to do. And he asks, you know, he tells him to basically sell all his right. salvation, all his possessions and his wealth. And, and he's, he didn't want to do that because he had a lot of wealth. And, and uh, so anyway, so after this was, again, like about from March to May, this two-month period of this, and then the next thing, next really strong prompting came and it was telling me to reach out to my spiritual sister, who's my spiritual sister now. Right. Um, and it was reach out. It was like reach out to, and it would say her name. And it was like over and over and over and over and over. And I knew she was getting married in June. And this was May. And I was like, I don't want to bother her. Because I know she's getting married. Right. So literally, I it took me another three weeks or yeah. two weeks or something to reach out to her. Because I was like, I don't want to bother her. She's getting married soon. And, and but of course, she's a mighty woman of God. She wouldn't have been bothered. <laughs> and what was crazy is all the things that the Lord was showing me and bringing across my eye gate and just things I was finding even like on just and hearing and written, just starting to learn. And right. I just had never heard these terms before. I I'd never heard any. Yeah. I was like, what? I don't even know. It was like another language to me, but I was hearing them. So I kind of fumbled through and wrote her about what had just happened to me, what I'd been going through. And I didn't tell her all of it, like where I was in my life and how crazy this was. But, um, and literally when she wrote me back, she wrote me back and they were on their honeymoon when she wrote me back. Talk about an amazing person right. writing me back on her honeymoon. Yeah. That tells you her character right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and she literally filled in the blanks of things I hadn't even told her. Right. She literally talked about like use this verbiage that I had yeah. been seeing and things I didn't even understand. And, and she's saying all these things and things I didn't even tell her. Could but I, I help knew, you help you understand what you were. Yeah. And I knew Holy spirit was speaking through her yeah. to, to me, because there are things I didn't say that she was basically telling me. Right. So she wouldn't have known. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's crazy. What the heck? And so she invites me to their church and I knew that they had planted a church and, um, and all that. I kind of followed her on social media. So I knew anyway. And so she invited me and we'll be back on this day. Come to church, come. And then she gave me the address and, and all the information. And so I did. I said, okay, come. And she said, mom, my mom will be there. And I'd met them two years prior from my photography work. Um, and what's crazy is, like I said, God laid the foundation then 
because I remember they were believers. And I remember going, I've never met believers like this right. yeah. that, that walk in this prophetic and the supernatural. And like it was, and that was so interesting and exciting to me because yeah. I was into all that stuff. Right. And not really at the time. I mean, I was kind of interested in it and the yeah. paranormal and stuff, but, um, right. uh, and they were just like pouring into me and pouring into me and speaking life over me and, and, and really prophetically spoke over things that actually ended up happening with my photography that actually did come to pass, which I was like, well, they like, <laughs> that was crazy. And, um, but they knew more than they knew I wasn't ready to receive it. Like they had said, they, they, they saw the hand of God all over me. Um, and they knew something, you know, was coming, you know, with yeah. the Lord was with me, yeah. but I wasn't in a place to receive that. And, uh, so I went in and I walked in and I remember being so nervous because I had such bad church experiences. Like I, I just was judgment and well, just, it was Catholicism, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a Catholic church. And I, and I dealt with that. Yeah, and and so I was so nervous. Right. You know, I I just it's only you're gun shy or something, and so well, I said, you're unsure, you know, you're unsure too. I mean, and yeah. you don't know what to expect. And right. So I went and I came in and what the first first person I met was one of the young girls at the church that we got pretty close to. Mm-hmm. And she just is just a ray of sunshine all the time. Yeah. And she was so sweet. And I said, Oh, I'm, I'm here for, you know, and I said, they know I'm coming and this is my first time here. And, and she said, okay, I'll get them. And she went and got them and they came and just greeted me just like so warmly, like they've known me forever. And I remember when I walked in, I felt, what I now know was the presence of God. I just felt like love in that place. And I have never felt that in a church I've ever been in in my whole life. Right. And I said, what is, this is crazy. Like, what is this? Like, I did not, I was like, this is crazy. And so they come and we hug and, and I'm, and they're just so excited, you know, because of what's happening. And, and it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to process what's happening to you when it's so foreign and you know, it's supernatural. Like, you know, it's the Lord, but you're just like, it's such a radical thing after what I was just into and coming out of. And, and I even still wore those dumb crystal bracelets to church because you know what I mean? I still wasn't fully like, yeah, the Lord hadn't really done the full, you know, pruning (laughs) or just transforming my mind and changing me yet. Um, And I, and I, I think I got like one sentence out. And then I just started, I busted out crying because it was just so, it was a lot. It was, it was emotional. It was overwhelming. And I'm just like, whoo. And cause I think you just know, Oh, I'm getting emotional. I mean, you know, when you're in his presence like that and you've never experienced that in your life, like, you know, your life is going to change. Yeah. It's just, it's inevitable. Well, so that's also a, a feeling or like, like you said, it was a, the presence was there. Mm-hmm. You've never experienced that before either nope. at that point in your life. So it's very emotional and overwhelming and like, and it's all, it's all new to you and it's, you're still trying to, you're trying to figure things out. And yeah. So, I mean, this there's, is, a lot, there's a lot going on. It is. I mean, and this is, and I think that that's also, the powerful part is this many years later and it evokes emotion like that right. because it's, 
it's the most powerful thing I've ever experienced in my life. And, and the thing is, is I've never been in a spirit filled church. I did not know what that looked like. I didn't know people spoke in tongues. I didn't know people, um, just put their hands in there. I didn't know people danced and like all these things. Right. right. And I remember just feeling, feeling that presence, feeling his presence, but also feeling so out of place. Yeah. It was such a conflicting thing. Like I knew I was in the midst of, of the Lord. I, I knew because I just think we just know we have the DNA, well, of course, you know, yeah, of him. Absolutely. So, you know, and I knew something had been happening to me and, and it would just, is. I don't know. You just know anyway. And so of course they worship first and, you know, I'm singing, I don't know any of these songs. You know, and so I'm just standing or whatever. And I'm just crying and crying and crying. And I remember it was a cry. I don't think I've ever cried in my whole life. Like it was a, it was an absolute like release, like crying from my soul cry. It was just the heart. I don't think it was a deep, hard, like letting go really. I don't know. Just like, however, because I was, how old was I? 44. And I had just turned 44 and I'm like thinking, okay, you got 40 some years of, of whatever stuff of emotions that you're carrying around. yeah, Yeah. And you're just, it's getting like unloaded really. Yeah. Like he's taken it off of you. And, and I remember this sensation of the Holy spirit coming upon me and, and going through me. I didn't get laid out or anything, but I remember what that felt like. It just washed. It was waves like washing over me, like from my head to my feet. And it was just like, and it was a couple times, but then I felt this other sensation and it was like, at like the base of my neck and it, and it was like about half a dozen times. And it was, it was a pretty significant feeling of things like leaving my body. Like, whew, like a, yeah. like I, like things literally going out of me. And right. I literally had no idea. I did not have any, I didn't even know about deliverance. I didn't know about demons. I mean, the only thing I knew was like what I'd seen in the Hollywood movies. And I thought that was fake. I didn't even know it was real. Right. Um, And I, and so I knew something was happening to me that that just was, and you can't explain it. It, It's unexplainable, but you know, it's bigger. It's a supernatural thing. It's not Mm -hmm. natural, you know? And, um, so after worship, we sit down and pastor gets up to preach the first thing he preaches on was the young rich ruler. Right. Which was one of the first. That was the first thing I was like, you you should, I'm like, look at my eyes are about as big as saucers. And I'm looking around like, y'all don't even know. Like what this means. I am tripping. I'm like, how is it? Again, we say there's no coincidences with God. Right. He's so intentional and in how he confirms things and will show you. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I just was like, I can't even, like, what the heck? Like, I was just, I was like, I can't even. 
and just again, yeah. So that was, that was crazy that there was, and but I think God was like, I have to do this this way for her mm-hmm. because I have to get her attention. I have to let her know. I hear her. Right. Right. You know, I hear her. I see her. She, he wanted me to understand. And that honestly kept happening quite regularly Yeah, for a while that, that things I would just read, they would be the exact same thing that I would hear in the sermon. Or, or a question I would be praying about to God privately would be answered in the next sermon, which was crazy to me. Yeah. And even something I was struggling with and saying, what is this? It was addressed the next sermon. It was like, whoa. I mean, it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like my mind just kept getting blown yeah. and it just, just kept going. And it just like literally didn't stop. It was just more and more and more. And then that was like June, June of 2020 is, is I actually came the end of June, 2020. And one of those things they say, you know, that, you know, that, you know, right. the next month they were doing baptisms Yep. and, and this, it had, so it, it would have barely been a month that I'd been going yeah. and, and I was like, yep. Because I'd already been baptized, but I got baptized for the wrong reason. And I didn't, my heart wasn't in the right yeah, posture yeah. Um, in the Catholic church. And that's a whole another thing. Um, and so I was like, no, 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 I need to do this again. And I was like, no, yep, I'm doing right it. Yep, I'm doing yeah. it. And and the thing is, is you definitely weren't there yet. I would ask you to come and then you're like, eh, because you, the experience you had at church. But I knew that once you came with me to support me for the baptism, yeah, it was a matter of time. Yeah. I knew, I knew, I just, again, those things that, that I think like the Lord's like telling, like I knew that I knew that I knew that you, you, you would never stop going after that. I just knew, I just felt that really strong. And that's what ended up happening. And I remember the day of the baptisms, um, we had church and then we had to go, we went to, another town to get to, to use the lake there. And we were doing the baptisms in the lake. And I remember them saying, just so you know, don't be surprised if a lot of crazy things happen after you leave here. Right. Because the enemy does not like this. No, of course not. He does not like this. He will give opposition. He will try to create hindrances, roadblocks, like whatever. He will try to create issues. He wants to stop this. He doesn't like right. it. Right. Well, it's one thing to to give your life to God and start reading the Bible, but baptism is a whole nother level. And mm-hmm. that he definitely does not want that. And I'm not kidding. From Because we only lived like... We're like five minutes away. Five minutes from the church. Yeah. In that small amount of time from from the church to our apartment, we literally almost hit someone on a bike. Someone almost sideswiped us. Yeah. Someone cut literally cut us off in front of us in in like something else. It was like one thing within after, a few with, blocks. Within a few blocks, I was like, and we finally We're got like, to what is going we, on. We finally got to the stop sign. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> Just like so. I sold them like, oh my gosh, they're not kidding. Yeah. So we went, got the change of clothes, went, and then there was, we were fine. There was no hindrances other than parking. Yeah. Parking was a little nuts. So yeah, it was busy. It was but, summer. but we got there and remember how many people were late because so many people had issues getting there. Yeah. 
so many, I mean, I'm talking over half a dozen people yeah. had issues getting there. Something was ha- And we we're like, man, they, you are not kidding. They, it just, it was, you can't make this stuff up, man. It was like crazy. The amount of people that were affected trying to get there. Yeah. And we're like, wow. And so, um, I was, I was to the tail end of the people that got baptized. I think I was one of the last, last one or two that hey, got, you, you might've even been the last one. I'm not sure. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, and it was fine and it wasn't like crazy busy out on the water. Like there was no boats or anything being nuts. No. It was really calm. Yeah, well, like, and it wasn't, right. it, was, it was a nice crazy day. weather. Warm out. And I went out there and it was pastor and his dad. Right. Um, cause you get out and you're over waist oh, deep, you oh, know, it, deep, it's, yeah. and it's, you know, and, um, and I'm, I'm out there and we're getting, we're, and he's, we're walking through, you know, the stuff and literally out of nowhere came all of these waves. Yeah. I remember that. Like we're, I'm talking crazy waves. Like so I had good. to plant my feet and, and steady myself because so I didn't get knocked over because it was, it was strong. And literally I remember, um, mama, um, telling me, uh, some, one of our other friend told me like they all witnessed, they literally said that those waves came out of nowhere. Yeah. They came out of nowhere. There was no reason for it. Yeah. And they were like, and they all start praying in the spirit and just like doing warfare. And then, and I remember Manuel, we talked about that and he's like, that was crazy because it literally, and I had to like hold on to them and brace my feet. Yeah. And, and it, you know, obviously I was baptized and it was fine. And, um, and there, obviously, you you feel a sense of peace come yeah. upon well, you. Well, yeah, once you're baptized, yes. Yeah. Um, and then I think I got my tongues, my heavenly language. I didn't come with that, but I think it just came Short after, shortly after, after yeah. that. And then, um, and then I, I mean, I endured about a month, a month straight of crazy warfare because of what I had to, uh, well, m- more like going into the fall, I think, because I had to cut some people out of my life. Right. Yeah. It was a little, it was a rough time just, be, yeah. just dealing with some of the, well, and you came out of coming out of new age and all the stuff that yeah. you know, you're carrying around 40 some years of baggage and mm-hmm. stuff that you yeah. hadn't dealt with or, you know, stuff you had to deal with. I mean, yeah. And it was hard. Um, some of that warfare was, uh, it was a month straight and it was like, I could, I had, just horror like the dreams were I, I was like lord just take my ability to dream away from me i i was praying right, yeah. that because it was like i could not get peace in my dream right. at all i mm-hmm. i was t- the enemy was just doing a number in my dreams and yeah. using your past and and of all that course. stuff and um and then obviously the friendships i had to cut off and 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 you know just tried to make it work and it just wasn't working. And I just, and pretty much you, you start, when you start getting the, the spiritual gifts, you you discern that and you know what's operating and you get it. And, um, so it's not, I mean, it's not a, it's totally worth it. And it's the best thing I ever did. And it's the most amazing thing. I mean, all the things that God delivered me out of, you know, things I did struggle with and have issues with that I, and completely free of today. I 
am not depressed. I don't have anxiety. I don't have, I just, I don't worry like I used to about things, you know? Um, I have that peace that surpasses all understanding. Right. And I have that joy is not happiness. People, I think they confuse that. I think they think it's the same thing. Yeah. But it's not. Mm-mm. Happiness is, is situational. Yeah. You know, you're happy yeah. depending on your, oh, if you're having a good day or yeah. something good happens or. Yeah. Joy is different. Joy is, I think joy is really. Like, it, you, know, but you can have a bad day and still have joy. Yeah. And I think it's, I really think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a God thing. It is. It's, it's a God thing. And I also think joy is contentment. Right. It's, it's being, it's resting mm-hmm. in the Lord and he's our strength. The joy of the Lord is our right. strength. So yeah. that we have him. So we automatically have joy, you know, really. And it's that relationship and learning how, yeah. you know, that, you know, to do that really. Right. And one of the most, I think one of the most, um, I don't know, I think profound things early on for me was I remember, and this is why when you start talking about like relationships and how you're building a relationship with someone, right? You have to think of it like, like someone's a stranger, like you just met them, right? Because I remember hearing them pray, oh, you know, oh, tell them you love them. Oh, we love you, Lord. And I literally was like, I can't say that. And the reason I couldn't say that is because I didn't know him. Right. It wasn't because I wasn't thankful for what he did for me. And I believe that, but it was a natural. And then that changed. Like I, once I started having a relationship with him and, and being, you know, in my time with the Lord and learning his heart and, and him talking to me and revealing that, I mean, then, then you're like, Oh my gosh, I love you, Lord. And then he didn't, then he becomes Abba. You know, he's, he's Abba father. Like then I'm like, that's my father and I love him, you know? And now I just, I can't tell him I love him enough, but, but it's, that was one of the biggest things I was like, wow, that's interesting. Cause it's true. You don't tell people, you don't know you love them. Although now I do <laughs> other believing people yeah, yeah. like, love you, you know, and it doesn't feel weird at all. No. And it no. just, it's just, so that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and then one of the, oh, no, I'm going to wrap up and end with this, but um, after all that warfare happened and I was just was crying out to the Lord for, for a, a, like a, a dream with him and, and just something good, you know? Yeah. And one of the first, yeah, first real, from God dreams I had was Jesus was in my dream. And I remember when I would share that with people, they were like, in awe, like, Oh my gosh, like, wow. And I was like, why are they saying, wow, when all Christians have Jesus in their dreams? Like I li- literally thought that I thought it was just like a, like a standard, like a, thing, yeah. like a normal. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, Nope. They're yeah. like, I've never, had Jesus in my dream and the first dream he was, it was in the first century and I was a standing in this like common room that would have had a, I know, um, would have had a, a dirt floor wood tables. It was like a common room that they used for meetings or eating or whatever. 
and everyone was obviously in the period clothes. And I remember just, I was in this room and I remember just looking around the room and then I see him. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's Jesus. But in that dream, I didn't look at him as the Messiah. I looked at him as someone from that century would have looked at him as a teacher, as rabbi. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you, people knew about him cause they heard about his teaching. Right. Um, and I remember just watching him go through the crowd and you could tell everywhere he went, he was teaching and just imparting wisdom. You could just see it. Mm-hmm. And then finally I, I got to him and, and all I could say was it's you, it's really you. <laughs> I was a school girl, like a giddy school girl or something. But again, he wasn't Messiah to me. He was just, oh, he's a good teacher. He's a rabbi. And, um, and then he, and the only thing he said to me was he was reminding me about the seven deadly sins, which was really interesting to me, which really made sense with what was going on with some people in my life. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, that's weird. And then, he said, and, and then the only other thing he said was, um, and when we leave here, we will revisit the Old Testament, is what he said. I thought, weird. And maybe that's about him being a teacher, right? Yeah, so that was really interesting. And, and I do remember that, that I shared that with people, and they were shocked. And, oh, my gosh, that's that's amazing. And Because I thought all Christians had Jesus in their dreams and come to find out that's not true. It's rare. And then just because of how good he is and he gives good gifts to his children. If we ask him, I've had about four more since then. And in each of those dreams, he's, he's, he shows something else of himself. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen him as teacher. I've seen him as savior. I've seen him as corrector and I've seen him as father. And then I do believe I had Holy spirit in one of my dreams cause it was a dove. So then that's him too. But, um, and then that, I think there was angels in that too. But, um, and I asked the Lord and I didn't get this answer right away, but I said, Lord, cause you feel humbled by that. Like you're like, why me? And why so many, I know one is rare cause I've talked to a lot of people and then they say, and then I'm, and I'm just like crying and I'm saying, why me? Like, why have you given me so many of these dreams? I'm so thankful, but why? And he told me all of those people knew me, knew me when they were awake. They had relationship with him. He said, you didn't because I was getting to know him. And he said, and I, so basically he needed to give me that in the dreams to show me those sides of himself and teach me in dreams. And, um, yeah, so, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's powerful and, and it keeps going. I mean, and like I said, we're two years in and it doesn't stop. It no. just keeps growing. Right. And he shows you more, he gives you more revelation about things. He connects things for you right. from years. Like he will show you things and connect things and say, well, this is connected to this and this is actually what this means. And, um, it's an ongoing thing. And I just, you know, would say the best thing I could say to anyone is don't ever stop encountering him. Keep pursuing him because as much as we long for his presence, he longs for our presence too. Right. 
Yeah, don't don't let your relationship with God or your walk with God just become a habit. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to you know abide and seek you know seek Him daily, pursue Him. Yep. 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 And and it it looks a lot of different ways for people. Yeah. But um, it's just it's 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 just like we breathe. It's part of how we're able to live. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, and you know your your prayer and your that time that you set aside for the Lord every day that daily encounter. That should be part of your, that should be the the most important thing in your day. Yeah. That should be on your mind that you that that's that's a that's a non negotiable. Yep. In your yep. day, I don't need to do this, but this is getting done. Yeah. You know, because I think it's it's without that we can't be the best version of ourselves without his guidance right. and help. Right. You know, and yeah. him speaking to us and giving us direction. Yeah. And so it's key. It's key to staying healthy spiritually to because without that, it's I think it's you're going to lose your course if you, you don't have that consistent in your life. But so um, but that's it for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a long it was a long one. But and Stevens, like I said, we'll, we'll do next week um, and as always. um Please just let us know how we can be praying for you guys. If you want to send in your prayer requests to the devoted life podcast at gmail.com, we would love to do that for you. Or you can comment on our social media or private message us. Um, and we just love to pray for you all. And again, we thank you guys for the time you take to tune in and we love you guys and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you.